You're listening to The Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 79. Here we go. This is The Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At The Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing. You should do. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I am your host of The Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people. That is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor, and thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 79 of The Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, if you enjoy this episode, please go to bestinwealth.com where you will find all other 78 episodes and you can scroll and find the topics that most interest you or the topics that you feel like you need a little bit of refining in as you move into your financial life. Because on this podcast, we talk about a host of different things, a lot about investing, but a lot about just financial planning and all the other things that make up your comprehensive financial plan. Today's episode, though, is why you should never retire. Well, Scott, that's kind of strange since I'm listening to this Best in Wealth podcast because I want to retire someday. I don't want to live the way I'm living for the rest of my life. Well, we'll get into that topic. Before we do, just want to let you know it's a big weekend for Scott Wellens, for me. And that is my wife signed us up a couple of months ago for a half marathon. I've ran a couple of these in the past, three to be precise. And if you've ever run a long distance race, you know that when you cross that finish line, you got this mix of emotions of number one, I'm not sure I'll ever do that again. Or number two, I can't wait to run my next one. Well, I haven't run a half marathon in two years. And at first when my wife and uh, I think uh, right around Christmas time said that we were signing up, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, this is going to be a disaster. But as you know, if you've listened to, and man, what's that episode again? Go to bestandwealth.com and find it. It's called The One Big Thing that I did right at the beginning of January, where my one big thing was to get down to a certain weight level and then maintain that weight level. Since usually year after year, I get down to a certain weight level and then I put those pounds right back on. So this year is going to be different. And one way that I I switched my mindset about trying to lose weight and keep weight off is in the past, I used to go as quickly as possible, lose 20 pounds. I would exercise every day. I'd weigh my food literally drive my wife crazy. Used to, I used to get on her for uh, eating things. Oh, baby, are you going to eat that whole banana? Maybe you should just have half of it. I was ridiculous to live with. And once it was finally over, I couldn't 
weight to start eating again once I got down to my weight level. And it just doesn't take long to put that weight right back on. So this year I decided to take a more casual approach. I posted my one big thing on the refrigerator, the uh, the mirror in my bathroom, and in my car. In fact, my first grader, Eva, often reads the sign out loud for a little added motivation, which says, 175, which is the weight I want to get to. You got this. So she'll run around the house, Dad, 175, you got this. But this casual approach I've been taking, I've only lost half of the weight so far as I wanted to. See, I casually go into the freezer at night and get myself some ice cream. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, this is why you should never retire. Now, we're going to come full circle with this, but the whole goal of this episode is to switch your mindset. Man, our mind is so powerful. When we get stuck on something, we cannot get off it. We have so many different biases that we don't even realize that we have. But the reason I I titled the episode this way is I don't want to think about retirement anymore. I want to think about financial independence, even partial financial independence. But before we do that, I mean, let's look at what the traditional view is, what our mindset looks like. And that is, you know, to go to school and at some point you're done with your schooling Might be high school, might be technical school, might be college, might be all the way up to becoming a doctor. And then we get a job and we work that job for for 40 years. It might be now multiple different jobs, but we need to keep working. And why do we switch jobs a lot? Well, maybe because we don't like it, but a lot of times because we want to keep earning more money. We want to get optimal with our earning potential and our earning power. And then someday we quit our job and finally we do all those things that are on our list that we've been putting off because we're working. We're spending hours and hours each and every week, year after year, working, not doing the things we want to do because we're working and putting them off until we retire. And usually that age is around 65 years old. That's our mindset. And funny thing is with that mindset is a lot of times because we think at 65, well, now We can't give to the workforce anymore. Whatever, the mind shift just makes us start to deteriorate, makes our body start to get old fast, makes our mind start to get old fast. And we want to reverse that and shift the mindset. Matt Becker, who uh, is the author of a blog called Mom and Dad Money, describes financial independence this way, because that's that's where we want to get to is financial independence. But I want to look at it in two different frames. So Matt Becker describes financial independence as the ability to make decisions based on what makes you happy and not what makes you money. And the key word here is the ability, the ability to make decisions based on what makes you happy and not what makes you money. Because I'm not saying to sacrifice your family. No, never. We are family stewards and 
Our family is number one. So we're not going to make decisions that make us happy if we don't have the ability to make those decisions without sacrificing something in our family. Our family is number one. But when we hold this definition, now we can begin to plan for the day when we have the ability to make decisions on what makes us happy. This is basically partial financial independence. Because maybe this traditional view that I just described, it's not what we want. What if we want to start a business? What if we want to go back to school, work a job that we like more, travel for a couple years? See, this doesn't always fit the mold in the traditional view because the traditional view would say you got to wait for this stuff right now it's about making as much money as we can so we can retire at a certain age now the ultimate goal though is full financial independence what i described is not full financial independence it just means that you have a comprehensive financial plan and now your plan allows you to make less money if it makes you happy. At some point, it's not all about the money. At some point, maybe instead of working this job that you're earning $100,000 a year with, but you can't stand, maybe your plan allows you to work a job that Maybe you earn 70000 or 50000 but you know what? You love this job. Or maybe you need to start a business, but you know that in the first couple of years, or I should say you want to start a business, but you know in the first couple of years, you're not going to make any money. Any money you're making, you're pouring back into the business. So where's your financial plan that says, let's start stockpiling some money so I can quit this job I can't stand and start my business and have this cushion. And maybe this business is never going to make me the kind of money I could have made. But you know what? I have the ability to make decisions based on what makes me happy and not what makes me money. And this is not full financial independence because full financial independence is the ultimate goal. If you have enough in your savings and checking to support the rest of your life without earning another dollar, that's full financial independence. I often talk about your army of dollars. If your army of dollars that you've saved up is working harder for you, meaning it's invested correctly, that it's making on average a percentage of return, and that average is all you need to live on, well, now your army is actually working harder for you than your hands, whatever it is that is your job. And once that shift happens, and your army of dollars now can support whatever your goals and dreams are, now you're at full financial independence. This is, this is kind of like retirement. And as uh, Matt Becker pointed out, in his blog. This though, it's got it has nothing to do with age or an employment. It can happen in your 60s or or your 30s or maybe your 80s. And once you get to full financial independence, this doesn't even mean that you stop working. Cuz I'll tell you when I, when I talk to folks that are about to retire or they have their army set up where they can retire, well then we talk about 
the fact that there's nothing better than going to work at a job that you enjoy going to, yet you don't even need to do it because the paycheck doesn't even matter. That's just a side benefit. All of a sudden, when you go to work, you're doing it on on your terms. The stress goes way down. You don't have to worry about the downsize. You don't have to worry about company sales being down because you know what? Your livelihood isn't, isn't dependent on it. Your ability to sustain your lifestyle does not depend anymore on your job. Just remember though, full financial freedom as I described it, this, is, this might be the ultimate goal, but it's not the only goal, but there will come a day when you will stop earning an income. So getting there is very important. But is getting there as quickly as possible, does that have to be the goal? No, let's partially get there. And let's, let's start doing the things that we love to do and not the things that we don't like to do. If you're married, maybe one of you wants to stay home and take the kids. Do you have the partial financial independence to do so? Maybe you both want to stop working and travel for a couple of years while you're young and you want to backpack around Europe. Do you have the partial financial independence to do that? So let me give you a couple of examples here. For the longest time, I was working a job that quite honestly, I I didn't mind going to work every day. I really enjoyed the people. Sometimes I really enjoyed the work, but it's not something that I loved. And I eventually quit that job. I reached partial financial freedom where I had the ability to make decisions based on what was going to make me happy and not what was going to make me the most money. I meticulously planned to start Fortress Planning Group. (laughs) Imagine that. And there were people that thought I was crazy. I was earning an outstanding income. People reported to me. They looked up to me. But you know what? It wasn't something that was in my life plans forever. It just, it just wasn't. And when I learned about this mind shift about financial independence and even partial financial independence versus this retirement, make as much money as you can, well, it was a no-brainer for me. I just needed to make sure that I meticulously planned for it. Now, I have another friend, but he has all of these ambitions, and he is one of the smartest guys that I've ever met in my entire life. And he started a couple of businesses, but he, he just doesn't have the time to follow through on a lot of them. And the reason is he's working this job. He's worked for years and years and years. And you know what? He makes a great income. But I believe that he believes that he needs to make the optimal amount of money right now. And if that's your end goal, make as much money as you can and save as much as you can and invest that and pass it on to your kids, well, hey, if that's what is drives you with passion, by all means, you need to do that. But this friend could stop working tomorrow. Well, actually, he could stop working today. And some of me sometimes feels like he wants to, but he just doesn't have the mind shift right now. But I tell you what, the more he hangs out with me, the more I'm going to push financial independence. 
versus trying to make this optimal amount of money. I remember when my oldest daughter was just starting middle school. She was great at math, great at science, still is. And it was back in a time when I thought I and her needed to make the optimal amount of money coming out of college and then through your whole life. So I pushed her to become an engineer. I thought with her skill set, that was going to be perfect. The optimal amount of money. One problem though. Chloe, she doesn't like math and she doesn't like science. She might be good at them, but she can't stand them. She said, Dad, I don't want anything to do with that. I love music and I love kids. I want to be a music education teacher. I thought that was ridiculous at first, but she helped in my mindset, in my shift, that it's not always about making the optimal amount of money. And she actually helped me and guided me without even trying to do so in my own life. And that's why I I started Fortress Planning Group. But what about you? Are you making the optimal amount of money right now, but don't need to be? Do you have the ability to make decisions based on what makes you happy and not what makes you money? Because if you don't love what you're doing, it's time to get a hold of your financial life to see where you are. Are you at a point of partial financial independence where you can make decisions based on what makes you happy? And how close are you to full financial independence? Those are the things you need to understand, my friends. Those are the things that will help you have a better life now and when you ultimately reach financial independence fully. Hey, you guys have a great, great week. And I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.